That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Coming off this thought of the universal call to salvation, you would almost get the picture that God's not thinking about Israel anymore and that they might be done. But starting in chapter 11, I want to talk about God's remnant. The text says, I asked then, has God rejected his people? By no means, for I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people from who he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace... It is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened. As it's written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see, ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and bend their backs forever. We just finished talking about the universal call to salvation that's given to everyone, not only the Jews. The prophecies in the Old Testament talk about God causing Jews to be jealous by making a nation for himself out of those of us who are not Jews. Over and over in the Old Testament, God has to discipline the Jews for worshiping false gods and idols, and he is jealous over their worship. So this passage starts off with the question, has God rejected his people? And the answer is yes and no. As a whole, ethnic Jews or national Israel are not accepted based on their heritage alone. But as Paul shows, he's a Jew and he is saved. And why is Paul saved? Because of the gift of grace, or being shown favor by God for nothing Paul could do to earn that favor. As a matter of fact, Paul did lots of stuff to not earn God's favor, but rather to sin against God. Paul was a persecutor of Christians when God stopped him on the road to Damascus to confront him with the gospel. Despite all that, the nation of Israel did, God always maintain a remnant or a portion of his people whom he showed grace and mercy to and caused to be faithful. As for the rest of the Jews, and really the rest of the whole world, God hardens their hearts. It says specifically God gave them a spirit of stupor. We all know what a stupor is. For example, you drink too much alcohol, and the next thing you know, everything slows down. Nothing makes sense. You can hardly walk. You can't drive. You can't talk. You can't understand. In the same way, God causes you to be in that condition spiritually. It also says that God gives them eyes that can't see, ears that can't hear. They can read the Bible, 
but it doesn't make any sense to them. And they can hear the good, solid preaching, but it doesn't make sense to them. Why? Because God doesn't allow it to make sense to them. You might be thinking, wait, 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 wait. This isn't fair. Why would God do this to them? And if this passage was all by itself, I would wonder that too. But remember that this passage is just a snippet of a letter that was written. Remember back to chapter 1 for a second. Romans 1, 19 through 20. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. People are without excuse because God has made himself known to mankind. But they reject him. They fail to honor him by worshiping idols or trying to make themselves wise without the truth of God, diving into all kinds of sexual deviancy and every desire of their heart to please themselves. So since these people have decided they want nothing to do with God, God responds and gives them exactly what they wish. Romans 1.28 And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what they ought not to be done. God corrupts their minds so they continue to do what they shouldn't to the point that they can never do what they should to come to him. Now wake up for a second. This is a very scary proposition, people. We preach that God sent his son to die for your sins, and all you have to do to obtain grace and mercy is to repent and follow Jesus. But what happens when that is no longer an option for you? What happens when that's no longer a possibility? What happens is that you are happily stuck in a cycle of ever-increasing sin and you can't get out of it on your own and God is no longer reaching out to save you. That's why right now, if you hear the word of God preached to you and it stirs your heart, if you can understand anything that I preach here, now is the time to respond before it's too late. If you want to know what this salvation is that I keep talking about over and over and over, go to my website, discipleshipctr.org click on that button about salvation and learn how you too can be saved today. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kekakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life. There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission, one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.